I'm Brent Musburger. This is your home for the Brian Hanks Show and the VSIN Sports Network. Bet on the Bull, WRNF's Kinston. And welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. Today is Tuesday, December the 5th in the year of the Lord 2023. This is Hour 2 of Episode 982 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. If you missed our first hour, you missed a really good one, a really fun one, man. We got Richard Clark uh, hanging out with us here a couple minutes into our second hour, too, uh, from the Carteret County News Times, CarolinaCoastOnline.com, our NBA and hoops expert. We uh, talked about in-season tournament. We talked about the great night that Brandon had last night uh, in the uh, in-season tournament. Uh, we uh, wrapped up the hour talking about courts and uh, just a, a really fun first hour. Like I said, he's hanging out with us a couple minutes here in our second hour because sitting across from me right now wearing his World Series uh, championship hoodie 2023. He's got an NC State Wolfpack hat on, which kind of weirdly matches uh, the hoodie that you've got on there too, uh, Shiver. It's one of our favorite people in the world, man. Shiver person from the Down East Wood Ducks. Uh, a lot of, uh, they're doing some fun things this week and, uh, we're going to be talking to him about that. But before we get into that, I've got you and Richard here on at the same time. And rich, I got to ask you first. And I'm going to get it from you after that. Shiver, did the CFP get it right? Did the, did the uh, college football playoff, Richard, did they, uh, did they get it right with their, uh, four that are going to be playing for the championship? Um, yes and no, I guess is the cop out answer. From a fan standpoint, where I'm gonna have to sit and watch these games, yes. From uh, what is supposed to happen, absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, you know, it should have been Florida State. But again, I watched that Louisville Florida State game. Oof, it was like watching paint dry. <laughs> so I'm okay. Was. I'm okay with it from my standpoint. But I don't have a dog in that fight either. So. Well, let me ask you this, dude. I mean, and you are just like I am. I mean, I, I like to feel like I'm unbiased being a Virginia fan and all that. And we're gonna get Shivers opinion here in a second being a, a wolfie here in a little bit but richard clark you are the end all be all as our boy says you're the sports czar it came down to you who the final four were going to be who would you have picked to been the uh final four the final four if it was me yes it, it would be up to you yeah it would be washington uh georgia alabama michigan okay say that again washington georgia alabama and michigan wow you yeah. had Georgia over oh no, you did get Alabama yes. in there. Wow. Okay. I just think I just think they're they're the four best teams and not necessarily in that order. I've said all year that I thought Washington was the best nineties SEC team I saw. And I haven't watched everybody play college football, let's be clear on that. Okay. But now I didn't uh, right. did, did, did you say did you include Michigan in there? Yes. Okay. Yes. So Michigan, Michigan, Georgia. In Alabama. For uh, Alabama, yes. Okay. Well, very good. Well, uh, dude, that, that's that's outside the box. That's for sure. I'll tell you mine before Shiver gives you his is I would have had a Michigan 1, Washington 2, Florida State 3, and then I would have had a, a Texas in there. I would have had a non-SEC. I know ESPN would have uh, had a heart attack, and that's the reason I, they had to have the SEC in there, but – I thought if there was ever a year that the SEC didn't deserve to be in there, this was the year, in my opinion. That that's my thoughts. Shiver person, Down East Wood Ducks, wearing your Wolfie hat here uh, this morning. Let's go. Greg Clemens would be very proud of you. Okay. Yeah, you know you got to support the Wolfpack. There you go. Yeah. Uh, we'll, if anybody got snubbed, it was the pack, right? I mean, 
Wait, well. no. Now, it actually worked out in our favor. Everybody gave Boo Corgan a lot of hard times. Uh, he's just the face of it. But yeah. there's 13, you know, 12 other people in that committee, and um, I think I think from their standpoint, they went with who is – I think it's the phrase, better versus deserved. Yeah. That's what I heard all day. Are those four teams better right now than Florida State? Yes. But should Florida State have been in? Probably yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I think – the better versus deserved debate is is the key there. Well, I'm going to put the same hat on you that I just put on Richard. Hey, Rich, I tell you, I just wanted to get that from you. Are you good, man? I'm good to go. Very good. Hey, Richard Clark, Carteret County News Times, CarolinaCoastOnline.com. Dude, thank you so much, man. I appreciate you, dude. We'll talk soon. Okay? Hey, you guys. Thanks for having me. There you go. That's Richard Clark. Uh, back to Shiver here. I'm going to do the same thing that I just did with Rich and that I did with myself. You are the sports czar. And you are the only voice. What you decide happens, who are your final four, one through four? I agree with you. Really? I, I do. I think, okay. um, you know, I think you could have tossed up between Washington or Michigan um, as the one, um, you know, but it's good to see some of these other schools. You know, Michigan getting the one is good for them. Mm-hmm. I don't think they've been ranked this late, number one, since 97, which might be the last year they shared a national title. Yep. Um, Washington's had a great, you know, Washington's on a 30-year title drought for them. I think they won it in 1992. Um, you know, so you've got Florida State, who I think gets in as the three. I think you have, um, you know, yes, are they a different team without their quarterback? Yes, no, it's a no-brainer. Um, but you also, you know, as a coach, it's more than the quarterback. Yeah. There's a lot of players. Oh, I, yeah. I mean. You've got so, 105 other players on that team, yeah, you know? Yeah, you know, and then I do think Texas, get, I mean, I think the, you know, the easiest of the decisions was, well, Texas, well, they beat Alabama, who beat Georgia. So, I know the the you can always do that. Um, but it's just, I don't know, it's difficult because just a week and a half ago, it took a fourth and 31. And so, what changed in a week from the committee standpoint? Um, also, if you go back to Alabama week three, they're tied 33 with South Florida. Now, everybody, trust me, I watched NC State get better. Yeah, Teams get better. Hey, my Mil- boy Armstrong ended up coming through for you, didn't he? I'm telling you, the Renaissance. <laughs> the Renaissance. <laughs> um, no, but like, you know, so, but Florida State, I think you asked them to do their job every week, and they did. Yeah. Um, you know, their defense is elite. Mm-hmm. I think them and State had the best two defenses in the ACC. I would agree with I, that. I mean, I don't think it's, you know, so so to go to every state, for, you know, to see a mirror image down in Tallahassee, like, I respect good defenses because it takes offenses – you know, a lot to struggle. And I think the other big issue was everyone goes back to that Cardell Jones scenario. Like, he beat the brakes off Wisconsin yeah. in, in, in that college football or in that Big Ten championship game. So, like, I don't I, – I think you're comparing apples to oranges there. Um, I, yes, I do Florida State get in if they look better against Louisville? Yeah, I mean, obviously. Yeah. But they didn't. And that's the unfortunate. I got to disagree with you. Offensively, defensively, defense no, 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 wins no, 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 no. What I'm going to say is no. I think if Florida State would have won 28 to three, 35. Well, maybe if you get up into that, uh, you know, 28, 35, 42, or something like that, maybe it would make it harder for the committee. But I think they had already made up their mind, dude. It did not matter what Florida State did over the last couple of weeks of the season. I mean, they, they won their games. They beat the teams that were put in front of them and finished 13-0 and and didn't make the playoff, dude. Yeah. I think when uh, when he got hurt, when uh, their quarterback got hurt, 
they were already written off at that point. Here's the thing that bothers me. You can't say, you know, and I know one of the things that, I, and I watched a lot of this on Sunday when they were announcing all this and different venues, and they were talking about how, oh, this is an emotionless decision. You know, we were just going by the numbers. Bull hockey, man, because if you looked at it from a computer point of view, Florida State was the number three team in the country. I mean, it was Michigan, it was Washington, it was Florida State. The reason, just quit lying, Boo Corrigan and uh, everybody else. Yes, I'm upset about this, Linda, okay? Uh, anyway, I I just don't get it. Uh, they said it was an emotionless decision. That's absolutely untrue. This was a TV decision, okay? Whoever Florida State lined up against, Vegas had already said they were going to be double-digit underdogs, whether it was against uh, Michigan or against Washington. Because they were going to be the top two, and deservedly so. They were going to be Absolutely. the top two. Florida State was going to be a double-digit underdog against either one of those. So this was a TV decision. This was a competitive, and I'm doing air quotes here for everybody else. You can see me, but uh, it was a competitive decision. It was not a you know, uh, an emotionless decision, dude. I mean, Florida State earned the right to be there. Yeah, They should be there. I don't care if Texas was the other team or Alabama was the other team. It should have been Texas. But uh, I don't know, man. If, I, if I'm Florida State fan, coach, players, I'm apo apoplectic right now, dude. I'm telling you, I just I don't see how – uh, that, that means I'm really upset. I know you're an NC State grad. I just thought uh, I would break it. Okay. Ah. <laughs> He's going to end up hitting me in the face. <laughs> but, I, but I'm serious in that it, they did everything they were supposed to do, you know? And, of course, next year this isn't going to matter because uh, – Next year we have this debate with 11 and 12. Are we, though? Yeah, because – Do you really think we will? Yeah, because okay. cause one, of the, um, one of those spots is going to go to the G5, to yeah. the non-power five. So – Look at that scenario. Could they, be ECU, right? Everybody's got to line up in August for the first game. Yes. He can't, he can't even make eye contact with me. Uh, he says. Um, no, but th think about it. L look at the the next biggest debate all day yesterday, Liberty or SMU on yeah. Sunday. Yeah. I think they got that one wrong too. Yeah. And and listening to my guy, Boo, yeah. my Wolfpacker, his answers, I think, went different. He said Liberty just kept winning football games. Wait a second. Well, why didn't that work for uh, Florida State? And I think that's where you have an issue. And like I said, I don't want to be in that committee. I've been on a state seating committee. It's hard. Okay. When you sit in a room and, and when they, you know, so I don't know how the college football, I know it's a, a grander scale, but, you know, when they were talking about my team, I got to shut up and get out of the room. I, I, I can't go in there and be biased about yeah, my. Yeah. So, you know, and, and look at it from Boo's standpoint, all the backlash to Boo, he isn't AD in the ACC. Us not being in the playoff as a conference cost us money. I, it's not like Boo was like, oh, we don't want Florida State in there because we're mad about what they said months ago about leaving the SEC, ACC and all that. No, I think everyone in that room had to make a decision. I would love for votes to be public. I know yeah. it never will be. But what was it? Was it was it eight to you know five or was it thirteen seven, nothing? Th or? Yeah, I mean like yeah. you know what was it? And I think I think Boo's taken you know a, a hard backlash and and. You know, I don't think he said everything as we wanted to hear it, but you know, I, I think next year we have this debate because look at your Oklahoma Sooners. Yeah, they were twelve, so yeah. they get left out. Yep, you're going to say Oklahoma might be better than who beat a team that's in the Final Four, and that debate is going to, I think, maybe not as grand a scale. Yeah, but I think you're going to have the debate between eleven and twelve next year. Well, again, I uh, 
I, I like the way they did it at at noon on Sunday before all the one o'clock games start. I can tell you, my TV was on it, and a lot. I'd love to see what their ratings were for that show. They yeah. had to really be up there. But I think you're right. I mean, I think it's unfortunate. <clears throat> you know, everyone knows that SEC is the darling of of you know. But I think if there was a year where they don't get in, they. I mean, if you look at the ACC had a had a. I want to say I think I I got this written down somewhere. I came with some notes. I love it. The ACC beat the SEC in Big 12 or Big 10, so your your Michigan and your um, Alabama conference, you know, Florida State beat LSU, they beat Florida, Louisville beat Indiana, Clemson beat South Carolina, the boys in baby blue beat South Carolina, they also beat Minnesota, Duke beat Northwestern, Miami beat A&M, Syracuse beats Purdue, Wake Forest beats Vanderbilt. So, like, across the board, the ACC competed against – these two conferences that you say are going to be the best. Yeah. Now we didn't play anybody in the Pac-12. Or the Pac- How in the world does that happen? I, I'm glad you mentioned that because that was in the back of my head. How was there not just one game? I mean, a random Stanford versus Wake Forest. Well, next year. Yeah. Oh wait. Yeah. Oh, it'll <laughs> happen next year. State's we'll... got a you know road game at Cal, so that'll Dude, be a... really. <laughs> you going to make that trip? Uh, I like California at times. So. <laughs> I do, I do, um, but you know, we also had some bad losses. Like I think if you go back two weeks. Louisville not helping their case against Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And then Florida State versus – I think they all related because they're looking at, ooh, look at this SEC team, middle of the pack, Devin Leary, former Wolfpacker, yeah. you know, kind of shot the ACC a little bit in the foot, I think. Because yeah. um, if – I think if Louisville wins that game, Florida State's going to have beaten probably the number eight team in the country. Yeah. They probably would have gone from ten to eight. And then you're looking at, oh, they've got three or two top ten wins throughout the season. Yeah. You know, so I – I'm glad I wasn't on the committee for this one, um, but I, I do know from minimal experience, it's a tough decision because and you got to fight for your conference, your team, um, because I think that's what delayed all of the bowls yesterday mm-hmm. or Sunday. Yeah, it took for I mean, I was trying to figure out where is state going. We the Pop Tarts Bowl, edible mascot in the Pop Tart Bowl. <laughs> oh there is. It'll be a, yeah. Oh yeah. You can eat the mascot. There will be an edible Pop Tart. So Dave Dorns will get a bite of that. Where's that play? Orlando. You going it's, down? I am looking into getting tickets. Yep, my dad and I have talked about it. So maybe, maybe go down with the Wolfpack Club or something. Um, well, by the way, dude, I'm a a Pop Tarts advocate. I love. I eat Pop Tarts three or four times a week, dude. I, I love. So, Pop-Tarts. but yeah. So I mean, so it ended up working out for state. We got, An we got, we pretty mascot. much got the second best bowl the ACC could get. Yeah. Everybody wanted that game. You know, Louisville wanted it. Uh, I think Notre Dame wanted it. Um, and you know, it's kind of funny when Notre Dame gets. You know, since they kind of ripped off my boy Peyton Wilson last night too, uh, you know that's a, we can talk uh, about that all day. Yeah. Well, a know. guy not even nominated for his best position wins the Nagurski over a guy that has 112 more tackles than him. Dude, oh I know, man. Uh, but I do need to bring this up though. How about uh, you and I can both sit here and smile because uh, we both beat those uh, boys in baby blue this year. Oh man, that, I was there Saturday uh, that Saturday night. Were you? And it just it oh yeah I, you know so and it was it was just you know. <laughs> Drake May, you know, I love you know Drake May. O for three for no yards. What through the first uh, through the first quarter, I believe. Yeah, you know, to a guy that was not voted by one of the co- you know press, not you know national defensive player of the year. Yeah, you know, yeah. but you know, yeah, it was fun. You know, all the hype was about Drake and and this and and you know, he's he made some. He's going to be a top. He's going to be a top pick. He will be, but. But it, you have a good defense. Don't get it twisted. I love your your uh, your defense. But if you can't beat NC State 
what are you going to do in the NFL? Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, I mean, I think, you know, they played a true road game against a rival, and Carter Finley's electric. At yeah. night, under the lights, oh. I mean, it's it's just. Oh, we watched it. We could hear. We watched it on TV, I mean, and you could hear. You it know, came through on TV, dude. Yeah. It really so, did. So, it is nice, you know, because all the media all year, Carolina this, dark horse contender to win the ACC, Heisman Trophy, fine, you know. Yeah. And then, you know, for us to. to but, but who did they lose their first game to? I think it was. Oh, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Let me show you. Uh, 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 the, uh, who's. the who's man but, so, oh, uh, but it's all you you know it, we joke and you get it you have your rivals yeah state could go one and eleven yeah there's only one game that really matters i know and i um, agree wholeheartedly you know but well i would have liked to beat virginia tech that's our I, that's our right. number one who we've now lost to 17 in the last 18 yeah. years or you know we just got hot state got hot at the right time yeah. five wins in the season defense playing elite peyton wilson's gonna be playing on sundays yeah um and it's just when we lost at Duke, the whole um, – oh, my God. It, that was about as pathetic. We watched it with some buddies and oh, my little friend. Did you go here. to the game? No, no. Oh, we just okay, watched it at okay. a friend's house. And it's bad when at halftime you're like, this quarterback's got one completion for 72 yards and a touchdown and we're losing? I know. I know. <laughs> dude, I'm looking but, at your schedule right now. I mean, dude, you had cl- – other than the Duke game. If we beat Louisville, we, we State's probably – I mean, I'm, I'm going to go – State's probably the AC champion. We could talk about what ifs. Every you know, the game was a long time ago. I would have loved for State to beat Louisville, blowing a ten point lead. Um, but I think State is playing the best football in the conference right now. Wow. I mean, I, and I'm not you know obviously people that know you would me. have loved to have seen State against Florida State. I mean, we haven't played yeah. for an AC title since '79. Wow. And so my lifetime has never seen it. What year were you born? '86. <laughs> I've only seen one ACC title in my life in any of the three big men's sports: basketball and '87 tournament. Okay, you did you see it? No. <laughs> you were one years old. I was one year old. So so I you know I was on the sideline working for the football team when we had to go beat Maryland at Maryland on a fourth and one, and Russell got the bad call. I think he made it. We win the game. If you know, a couple so years later we had to go beat Wake Forest, and we get to play the New Year's Day sick. Now you know it's always something. And next year, I think Dave's done the portal right. I think we've got a chance. Um, if we hit the right people in the portal, because that's the system now, yeah. you got good freshmen. I mean, look at Concepcion. You find these studs, yeah. Yeah. but you got to hit the portal. I mean, obviously, we got to get a quarterback. Yeah. Um, and I think our schedule next year is very favorable. Really? It is very. We, we travel to Carolina, to Clemson. Everybody else is home. We avoid Florida State. Wow. I, I mean, you've, um, you know, so if you can go on the road and beat a Clemson, will probably be better. Yeah. Um, you beat a Carolina, it's that game, it's a coin toss, but you know, State's got a chance with our eight conference games. I mean, you go seven and one in the conference, I, that gets you in the tournament. Who's you, non-conference next year? I don't know that off the top of my head right okay. now. Um, but usually it's, you know. Guess what I got right here in front of me? I got the Google machine in front of me. NC State football non-conference 2024. Da, yeah, da, 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 da. How about this? We have a West Virginia, don't we? Uh, well, you start with Western Carolina. Okay. The Catamounts. Don't worry about the Catamounts. Up and coming. But guess who you play at Bank of America Stadium on Saturday, September 7th? We got Tennessee. Tennessee. That's all right. Hey, but still. Red's better than orange. Oh, dude, I'm pulling for you. (laughs) Louisiana Tech and then NIU. So, uh. So that Tennessee game could be, you know. Yeah. But. And then you play this non-conference game in Berkeley, California. Oh, wait a minute. No, that's not (laughs) non-conference. Against Cal. 
at Cal. Dude, that is just so weird. And then you've got Stanford. How in the that, world did State end up with Cal and Stanford in the yeah, same though, year? I was reading it somewhere. We you got to plan both at some point in a season, uh-huh. but you I don't think you go to both. Okay. So if you get both of them, one's home, one's away, because you can't play back to back games. Yeah. I mean, well, you do. You've got a Carter Finley. You've got Stanford. Though. They've not set the time yet, but uh, you've got your first month of the season. Western Carolina at Carter Finley, then. Dude, now you want to talk, you know Tennessee travels. Can you imagine what Bank of America Stadium is going to be like on Saturday, September the seventh? Yeah, all red. <laughs> I hate to tell you this, there's going to be a lot of that orange in there too. So okay? we went to Atlanta a couple years ago for that ACC uh, SEC kickoff when we had Mike Glennon and and Tennessee beat the brakes off of us. Yeah, uh, it was not an ideal day. Um, but like I said, with the next criteria next year, you just got to finish in the top eleven. Yeah. Forget 12, you got to finish in the top 11. And State finished 18 this year in what was supposed to be a rebuilding year. Wow. And I think if you if you look at what Dave did, I, kudos. I mean, I've had my naysayer moments against Dave. Yeah. But the last three or four years, like, he's put on a good job, got a good staff, good team. Um, and like I said, I just I want to, you know, I was hoping we were going to get the Orange Bowl this year. Yeah. But, you know, Florida State not getting the playoff – had that chain reaction all the way down. It knocked everybody knocked down. Knocked everybody spot, down. Yeah. I mean, Louisville probably would have gotten it, but, you know, if, if they're looking at what they did for the playoff, mm-hmm. maybe not. I mean, wow. who's going to sell more tickets, NC State or Louisville? Oh, it's going to sure. be the Wolfpack. Yeah, absolutely. It's a money game at this point. Yeah. Well, that's what when you get – when you get outside the top four, allegedly, that's what it's – or even the top six, I mean, yeah. uh, it's supposed to be, you know, the – Yeah. Who is going to put more butts and in the seats? that's the last point, I think. For me, that I had with the college football playoff, if you're going to tell me Florida State's not in because of their quarterback, fine, whatever. Yeah, you're going to tell me they're better than Georgia. No. So, so if you're going to yeah. do what you did, you got to drop Florida State to seven or eight. Yeah, you have to. You can't. You can't look in the eye and say, "Oh, we're just going to put you at five, and make everybody feel happy." Like you, you might as well just drop them down to seven or eight because obviously you're saying they can't win this game without their quarterback. So if that quarterback's as good, also. Why did the Heisman Trophy Committee pick him to come to, to come to, New York? No, I agree with you. Listen, got to give uh, Jacques Passelik some love here too. He's listening. And he said, "This uh, was from a few minutes ago, but still, what about when Ohio State got into the playoffs and won their national championship with their third string quarterback Cardell Jones?" Yeah, I mean, you know, I think you know? I think Cardell obviously was a better backup than what yeah. Florida State's got. Yeah, um, but still, no, no, you gave them a yeah. chance. Yeah, they could have said no. Um, you don't, you know. But but I think I think that's the problem. They they have this precedent of putting a team in with their third string quarterback, and he's not even going to be like their second string guy is going to be back for the playoff game. I know who didn't look great against Florida, but he looked better, obviously. Dude, I'm just uh, you know Florida State. It, let, let let me make this point too, and I've said this all year. I am not a Florida State fan. In fact, oh, I've either. been anti Florida State with their their little rumblings of wanting to get out of the ACC. Because I'm an ACC guy first, first and foremost. I love the ACC. I, I hate to even say when Carolina plays somebody outside of the ACC, I most I'll, I'll pull for Carolina. Don't, don't don't throw anything at me, but Ooh. I will pull for Carolina sometimes ah, if it's uh, ah. yeah. yeah I no, pull for I them to lose. <laughs> pull for them to lose. But that's been my problem with Florida State all year is just their little uh, saber rattling about you know wanting to get out of the ACC. It's about fairness. To me, this whole thing was about fairness, and they yeah. screwed it up. They screwed they, it up. Yeah, they screwed up. I do think those four teams are better right now than Florida State. Probably. But, 
I, well, I'd even throw Georgia in there. I think probably Georgia's better than. I mean, I think Florida if Alabama State. had beaten Texas in September, yeah. I mean, you got Alabama three, Georgia four. Yeah. I mean, that one game in September really screwed this whole thing up. But that's why you play. I mean, Texas did their job and went on the road and beat Alabama. Well, Jason Bryant uh, messaged me something other uh, yesterday when we were talking to Panicelli, and I didn't get it. We ran out of time. I didn't get a chance to ask him, but I'll ask you if Georgia had beat Alabama in the SEC championship, do you think Florida State should still? Florida, State, Florida State's the four, I think. You think? Because I wonder if they'd have still had Texas ahead of them. But then, but Alabama, you know what? No, you're right. Because Florida then, State's been up ahead of Texas all in the last. I can't. I don't have it memorized, but the last X amount of college football playoff polls. Yeah, Florida State was always above Texas. Wow, who was always above Alabama. And, and the point here is too, Alabama would have lost two games, so that Texas win over Alabama yeah. in the regular season wouldn't have been that big since Alabama would have lost two games. So yeah, you're right. So it would have been Georgia three, Florida State four. Then well, here's the funny part, and that no wow. one has talked about. I don't think. Okay. And I looked into it last night just for fun. Did we just forget Ohio State played football this year? <laughs> Their only loss is by what three points on the road yeah. at Michigan to number one. Uh, you're right, and they weren't even considered you're to be right. considered. That's what makes me upset because if you're saying that the Big Ten is that good, Michigan's the overall number one yeah. and had to win at home by three to Ohio State. What 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 are they doing in Columbus right now? You're spot on, dude. That's something I had, and they're not even in the six. They weren't even in the mention to jump in that top <laughs> six, and it's like, wait a second. So they're this good, yeah. You know, because two, t- three teams went in undefeated to Sunday. Yeah, and the other two was a shoe in, shoe in. Why did Florida State a shoe in? Like what? What? Why? I love your put, dude. You're 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 spot on. And I, I mean, I'm thinking about myself. I didn't think about Ohio State one time. You know, I mean, they are a one loss team <laughs> to the overall number one by three points on the road. Yeah, and, and they, I mean. They didn't even ESPN didn't even have anyone in Columbus. I don't think they went wow. to every other school but Columbus. Dude, that's uh, yeah, you're right because they had them at the so six. The, well, who they thought were going to be the top who, six. Who's not to say Georgia wins? Ohio uh, State's not the four. Wow, dude, I love it. Tell you what, uh, <laughs> we, you've only been here for 25, 26 minutes, and we've not even talked about what we've had you to come in and talk about. And I've got to pay a bill here real quick if you don't mind. Got to thank uh, UNC Lenore Healthcare. They are the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. Nestled in the heart of Lenore County right here in Kinston, UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find in hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road. Right here in Kinston for all your health care needs or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you so much to our good friend uh, Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. And let's jump right back into it. We've got Shiver Person in here from the Down East Wood Ducks, and let me get this called up here. Tell you what, you guys have a, a pretty good event, and I got—I got to admit, I didn't really know about this until you hit me with it yesterday. Uh, uh, tell us about what's going on Thursday night out at uh, yeah. Historic Granger Stadium. So this week, Thursday night and Friday night. Okay. Um, oh, it's Friday too. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So Thursday night, the event is for like our sponsors, our season ticket holders, um, box seat holders, uh, big group events that have come to the stadium. Um, we're going to decorate, uh, the mother of the pavilion, uh, in a Christmas scene. Okay. Uh, we're going to have Santa there, pictures with Santa dude. Um, 
crafts for the kids, uh, light concessions, hot chocolate, fire pit, uh, and just Granger Stadium is going to be lit up uh, with Christmas lights. Okay. Um, it's from 6 to 8. Uh, and then That's Friday, on Thursday night. Thursday okay. and, um, and Friday. It's the exact same event okay. both nights. Uh, we've got some local uh, high schools and middle schools coming to perform. Oh, wow. Uh, they're going to be singing Christmas carols at the event. Those schools know about it um, with their, you know, hopefully their student bodies. Um, and it's just something we've never done before. Uh, there's no ad- admission fee, but we do ask you to try to bring a toy okay. or a coat uh, when you come in. Uh, we're going to ask everyone to enter in through the gate behind the pavilion. Okay. Because it's all going to be there. There's no sense in walking through the stadium right now. Yeah. Uh, keeping everything, you know, so... You know, but we'll have signs or whatnot if people get confused. But like I said, Thursday night, you should have gotten a special email. If you're listening as a sponsor for the Wood Ducks box seat holder, season ticket, big group event, uh, come Thursday night. Uh, Friday night's open here to the general public for everybody. Um, and so, yeah, we're just excited about it. Um, Maddie's done a good job uh, getting it organized and set up and developed. Because big boss man's in uh, Nashville. In Nashville, yeah, yeah. Doing baseball meetings and stuff, so. Um, but yeah, so we just, like I said, we, we love to see you Thursday night and or Friday night. Mm-hmm. I know there's a lot going on in Kinsa this weekend. Um, but I think at the end of the day, no, I think you picked a good weekend for it though. I mean, the parade was last week, yeah. so you got that out of the way. So, yeah. So, I mean, we're just excited. We want, you know, six to eight o'clock Thursday mm-hmm. and Friday night. Um, if you hear this and get it wrong and you still come Thursday night, nobody's going to kick you it, out. We right? want you to come and enjoy, <laughs> enjoy Granger stadium in the wintertime. Um, it's kind of a trend. A lot of baseball teams are doing these days. Mm-hmm. Um, decorating at Christmas, having Santa, having events, incorporating the community in non-baseball-related ideas. Yeah. And so we had a good thing at Thanksgiving. Now we're doing one at Christmas. The turkey trot, by the way, how did that go? <laughs> Went really well. Yeah. We were able to box up. I saw up. a lot of pictures. We I were saw able, a lot of pictures. able to box up about 240 backpack buddies, so 240 kids wow. in Lenore County, thanks to the fun run, yeah. were able and, and food drive were able to get food that weekend. That is awesome. So, again, this is the Down East Christmas at Historic Granger Stadium. Uh, I'm just reading straight from the yep. thing you sent me. Yep. Christmas lights, pictures with Santa and dude, uh, toy and coat, coat drive, uh, crafts, raffles, music, hot chocolate, Thursday from 6 to 8, and then uh, Friday from 6 to 8 also. Now, I know, uh, and I hate this, and I, it's just because I've been so far behind. I don't know if you know or not. I'm getting married. I don't yes, know if you'd heard I, that. I did know. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if I've truly congratulated, but I do know that. So, so yeah. I've been busy with a bunch of other stuff. I haven't got my season tickets yet, so I need to go by and get those. Cool. I know you guys were doing the jersey thing, too. Is it too late to get a jersey? I'll have to look into it with the boss man. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, because uh, I, I need to come by. I'm going to try to do that yeah, today you, or you tomorrow. You need to call Janelle. Yeah, Greg did his. Oh, Mr. Clemens, I know yeah. he's listening. He did his. Yeah, and i got to sit behind him again this year so I can throw popcorn in his hair and you know, and all that like I did. <laughs> anyway, uh, but season tickets also still on uh, sale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. season tickets, you know, we still got a few um, sponsorship packages available, uh, groups, calls for groups. Um, there's going to be a lot of online stuff this year as well. I think we're, we're doing a better job with promoting online. Um, and so, like I said, you know, the big, the hardest thing, I think the realistic thing we've talked about is, Yes, the Wood Ducks are leaving. Yeah, yeah. But we are going to be here next year. Well, and, and even had Clemens on here, which is a, my next question to you, Shiver. And uh, when was la- a month or so, six weeks ago, whenever it was, yeah. he was on here, and he, I asked him point blank, "What are the? Uh, we know we got you guys for twenty four. Well, that's yeah. a that's a given. But there's also the outside chance of twenty five. And I asked him to give me a percentage. He said thirty percent. That we could still yeah, have I mean, is that number? I, I guess I, I, I don't. Say, I guess six weeks later, has that number moved at all? Uh, John would probably know that number better than me. Okay, uh, that's something that he and our new ownership group probably have talked about um, at some point. 
Uh, yeah, we love, you know, the only precedence in this somewhat in recent memory is I do know Fayetteville, while they were building their stadium, played at Bowie's Creek. Yeah. So, I mean, if that is going to be the case, we have a stadium, we have the stuff. Yeah. Just stay. Yeah. Uh, but I do know there's a lot of small colleges near Spartanburg. Yeah. Um, and that's the one thing that scares me a little bit if that stadium's not ready. Um, you know, you got your Woffords there that could potentially yeah. do it. Um, some other. But they won't do it better than us. They will not do it better than Historic Grandeur Stadium. Um, but again, that's that's unfortunately a decision. I don't have any yeah. control. The you know the staff. As I just, used to like to say, it's above my pay grade. It's above the pay grade. Just the only thing I can say is that our staff is is ready um, for twenty uh, twenty four. We're I think we've got a great one, a great schedule, uh, a lot of games, at key moments in the months. Yeah, um, and we've got tremendous events and theme nights and promotional items, stuff that's never been done before coming wow. out next year. Um, can, so you, can you tell us about one or two of them? We've or? partnered with some, some some groups and some organizations that uh, have not necessarily done anything with us before that mm-hmm. are kind of mainstream media that people would know about. And, and I think a lot of um, inner sport pairings, uh, which would be cool and unique. Well, I love what you guys have done the past two years with uh, ECU. I mean, and had the ECU Yeah, our weekend. ECU night is it's coming back. Yeah, we're doing that again for sure. Um, you would not believe. You know, I do a lot of work now at ECU also. Now, I can't say I saw it last night, but there have been – I mean, you know, I have football season tickets at ECU. Every single game I saw a Wood Ducks ECU hat. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and a couple a great, of times we saw two or three of them out there. It's a great co-brand. Um we, but yeah. I'm just saying in Greenville, I'm not talking about in Kenston. I'm talking about in Greenville people wearing the, the purple and gold uh, Down East Wood Ducks hat. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's been a good partnership with ECU. They've done yeah. good work with us. Um, I, who, heck, I saw a, a Down East Wood Ducks hat at uh, the State Carolina game. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. I was like, it was like. Did you say something to the? I did, I did. Yeah. It was That's an older awesome. gentleman, and and it was kind of funny because he's wearing a, you know, you're wearing, you know, I'm a big color guy, so he's yeah. wearing a. The NC State red shirt, but he's got his orange Wood Ducks hat on. I'm like, couldn't find you a state hat, but I like it. Yeah, hey, go Wood Ducks. <laughs> no complaints whatsoever. I, I've had you on since Texas won the World Series. I One think. time, yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought so. Yeah. yeah. Are, are you guys getting a ring? Uh, again, above my pay grade. Uh, we, so, we, we 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 would love it. And we're still a few months out from that. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, I mean, they're not. You know, the players won't even. You know, they present it what opening weekend or something. So, yeah. and there's still five months. Yeah. And. and um, it takes about four or five months to get a ring made anyway. That, I yeah. got experience with that. So Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. Last question for you here before we let you go. Uh, uh, what is it you call it? The stove lead? The hot stove. Are we going to have a, we need a hot stove yeah, banquet, I, I don't dude. know. I, I know a lot. Not the just... Brian Hanks show would love to help with that. If you guys decide to do that, it, it would, especially if this ends up being the last year of, you know, It'd be neat to have a hot stove banquet this year, dude. Yeah, no, I agree. I loved it. I mean, I used to yeah. always uh, go with some, you know, family and friends and, and see all the memorabilia. And Well, dude, that Brenda Moore jersey that I've got in my yeah. uh, man cave, I got at the hot stove banquet that year, dude. You know? Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, we can uh, we can sure, sure try. I know it's – I think things are just so – you know, it's such a terrible excuse, but everything's been so different since COVID. Yeah. And these players go everywhere when the season's over. Yeah. The staff now is more global than I think it's ever been. And yeah. And I think that's just the difference, um, the difference in what it used to be. And, and, yeah, I don't know. I would love to have it. So, hopefully, that's in the decision. Well, you've got the boss man's ear. Uh, you know, get his ear yeah, and tell yeah, him, hey, yeah. 
because uh, we would love to be a part of that. And I just, again, I just think with the historic nature of it, it would be neat to have a, a no, if it is the final one, a final hot stove banquet, you know, yeah. that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Shiver person, again, tell us about this event that's taking place Thursday night and Friday night. Uh, yeah, uh, come out of the Granger Stadium, uh, head to the Mother Earth Pavilion. It's going to be decorated Christmas lights. Uh, Santa's going to be there. Dude's going to be there. We're hoping Cornbread might be there. All right. Cornbread the collard green. Yep. You know, but we know Dude Santa will be there. Photos, crafts, uh, light concessions, fire pit. Um, <clears throat> you know, ha- have a lot of fun. And, and some local schools are going to be singing music. Uh, so, we, you know, if nothing else. Is Shiver person going to be singing? No, no, no. I've retired from, <laughs> from the boys' choir years ago. From the boys' choir. Um, but, yeah, so, uh, like I said, worst case scenario, come support your if you got young kids, come support their classmates if they're if yeah. you heard they're singing or whatnot. But it's free, but you are asking people to bring an unwrapped toy or a coat. Yep, yep. Um, you know, we, you know. I know this is the time where a lot of people across the community are asking a lot, and I know there's a lot of toy and code drives. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, there's people that truly need it. Yep. And um, if you can help out, you know, you know, we, you and I know how important uh, Granger Stadium is to Kinston. Mm-hmm. And this is a chance for us to give back, I think, again, to the community and – and we would love uh, the community support now in December and also all the way through uh, next September 8th when the Wood Ducks head south. I love it. Shiver Person, thank you so much, dude. Thank Thanks, you for Brian. coming in, man. You, you bailed me out today. That's a conversation for another day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Go Pack. Go Pack, indeed. Uh, let's get uh, John and Jonathan in here. Let's play the birthday game. We'll wrap up the uh, Tuesday, December 5th edition of the Brian Hank Show right after that. Today is Tuesday, December the 5th in the year of the Lord 2023. It's time to play the birthday game. It's that game we play, John Dawson, uh, every day here on the Brian Hank Show. We're now more than four years into this little party that we call the Brian Hank Show and the uh, birthday game. It's pretty exciting. Do you think, did you honestly think we would last four years? I didn't think we would last four episodes after that first one. Yeah. If you'd have set the over-under on how long this show would last, how long would you have said? Four weeks. What about you, Jonathan Massey? Uh, I feel like they would have given us a year. Okay. Well, I just I, – it, it um, They would have given us infinity. I just figured one of us would have been arrested by the fourth week. Well, this show has not been without its interpersonal spats. But we've, we've not really had – I remember being mad at you one night. Uh, and then you've been you've been mad at me a couple of times. You've taken the headphones off John Dawson and threatened to walk out several times. Well, well, there was only re- there was only one real big one between you two, and then there was one between you and I, and that was. I don't remember what was. I honestly <laughs> don't remember ours. I remember John, you know, because well, he's my mate. But you know, I. Yuck. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Somebody was just trying to eat a sausage McMuffin right there. And uh, <laughs> Jonathan, I don't remember ours, Jonathan Massey. I think it had something to do when we were playing Stump, Stump Dizzle. There was, I can't remember exactly what happened, but you got really mad. And, you know, we ended it. Uh-huh. And I sat here. I just, whatever. And then I think we, you and I had a, had a heated discussion after we got done recording. And I just kind of let it go. Now, the one between you two resulted in uh, us not recording the rest of the night. <laughs> and I uh, I had to have conversations with two different people at two different locations <laughs> in the span of about an hour. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it, but it's bad on a child when he sees his parents fighting, though, you know? 
Jonathan Masty is the Henry Kissinger of the Brian Hanks show. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. There is no war in Vietnam. There you go. I tell you what, the only time I remember you and I having a hard time, Jonathan Massey, was at the Holiday, Holiday Invitational, Invitational when we almost swung at each other. Oh, I was ready. Oh, I was too. Oh, I was mad at you, dude. The Friday night sissy fights. <laughs> it would have not. It wouldn't have ended well because we were on. We were in a narrow corridor. <laughs> He's not joking. On the second story with at with a Broughton High School with a with a guardrail about this high. But for radio us, listeners, he's three feet. Yeah. yeah. But between us and going onto a basketball court. Oh, in, in front of what? But we resolved it really quick, though. I mean, we were, and I was mad. That's as mad as I've ever been at you, dude. And I can't even remember what it was about. Well, it was, it wasn't entirely my fault. Okay. I told whoever the other, the older guy that was running, he had running coaches. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I told him to go get the home t- or the. I told him to get whatever the losing team was, and I told his son to go get whatever the winning team was. Yeah. And I can't remember if it was home or away, but I'm just like, go, go yeah. get them. They said, okay. I sent them off. <laughs> and you had you had told me because uh, what is the station here in Kenton? Uh, I can't remember. They were doing the game feed for Kenton High versus uh, some team from maybe New York or yeah. something. I vaguely okay. Barry, hey, to let people know, this is 10 or 12 years ago, though, so forgive us for... Yeah, but... (coughs) And you were like, I can't do it. I got too much going on. Yeah. My assistant can do it, meaning me. Yeah. I didn't volunteer for it. Yeah. You just just told them that, and they were like, hey, you're going to do this with... And I'm like, okay, well, what do I need to do? And Steve Oliver had me for sound check and everything. TAC 9. It was TAC TAC 9. TAC 9, yeah. Yep, yep. So Steve had me there for sound check and kind of getting everything together, getting the lineups and everything. Well, I'm assuming because I told those two guys to go get the coaches, they were going to do it. Well, they did, but they wouldn't. They wouldn't pressure coaches after that ten. What was it? Five ten minute cooldown. Five minute cooldown. They wouldn't pressure them to come on out. So, I took my headphones off, went and got the coach, came back, and Brian gets in my face about it, and he's uh, he's trying he's attempting to dress me down in front of everybody. Well because of what I said next, which I can't say over the radio. Um, it, there's some words I'm going to omit, but if you're not going to talk to me like that. If you're going to, I'll just leave. Yeah. And, and I think I told you to ex- expletive deleted leave. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah. And then and something was, came up about the birthday game. <laughs> no, and then I started walking down the steps and Brian, I think that, and that's when it kind of cooled down yeah. and we kind of talked it out. We hugged it out. Yeah. We, yeah. I mean, it was fine, but it was a miscommunication between yeah. him thinking I didn't do what I was supposed to do, which I did. It was just the people I told to do the job were incapable of it. So, John Dawson. That's all the time we have for today. Yeah, there you go. But, no, that, that was a good but We were just talking about times we've been upset with each other, and it's been very rare. I mean, heck, yeah. I've known you I'm for— I'm upset with both of you right now. <laughs> I've known you for Believable. 21 years or so, Jonathan Massey, and— I, I don't really remember our little beef we had here on the show. I do remember that at the Holiday Invitation. Oh, th- this one was nothing compared to the oh, one okay. there. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were getting ready to swing at each other, John Dawson. It would have been an interesting fight. It would have been an interesting I'd have got my butt kicked. Let's not even get it twisted. Uh, but, you but were I'd younger got, then. I would have got I'm telling you. You would have felt it. I, you'd have, I I'm, have a, enough of an ego or enough of non-ego to admit you'd have kicked my butt dude i mean dude it's 10 years ago you're in your early 20s at that point or what 23 24 dude you'd have kicked my butt but 
I'd have got I'd have got a good lick or two in. Okay, well, I got a good punch or two in. Okay. Uh, if you had got a lick in, I probably would have just let you in. <laughs> All right, I'm done. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Okay, uh, Jonathan Massey, for what seems like the first time in months, you get to tell us about GoEco Office Automation, the title sponsor of this here uh, birthday game. Well, GoEco Office Automation is run by Jock Pass Lake, and he and his staff never have spats. They're a, they're a well-oiled machine, and the cohesion there is unparalleled. And... You know what that that cohesion breeds is wonderful client service. And that's what you're going to get with GoEco Office Automation. And if you need a little bump in your business, you need to give Jock a call. Okay. How do you do that, John Dawson? You asked Jonathan Massey. (laughs) You asked Jonathan Massey. And And I would tell you, Mm -hmm. you would dial 252-252-286-286-53-53-54. Five, four. Or you can hop on the interwebs and visit goeconc.com or what is goeco.com for more information. I like it. Let's Bucklesbury.com. Mm. <laughs> Bucklesbury.com. Yeah. I like it. Here we go. Uh, he was in Buffalo Springfield. Stephen Steels. No, he was a founding member of Poco. Oh, Jim Messina. There you go. He sang some soft rock songs with Kenny Loggins. Jim Messina. Jim Messina. This is back to Georgia. Stephen Steele was in Buffalo Springfield. Well, I know, but I'm just saying, but that's not who we were, I was going for here. <laughs> I know. <Yeah. laughs> this is back to Georgia. Messina, Loggins and Messina. Do you know Isn't what year this came out? 70-something. 78. 71, actually. Wow. I know. Is that old? Isn't Buffalo Springfield the one you pulled the song from when we did the political ads against each other? Yes. <laughs> there you go. Well, Jim what Messina. Is yeah. Jim Messina. It's not my cup of tea, but I'm, he had had plenty of hits, and he and Kenny Loggins magically decided to get along when uh, Messina got divorced, and they needed to go make a little money a few years ago. So, I gotta find your mama. Book. Don't dance, and your daddy don't rock and roll is their mm-hmm. kind of their mainstay. I gotta find a Poco song. How about uh, Phil Hartman did a Poco album cover? He did album covers before we got big on SNL. Really? He did the one with the white horse. This is it right here from Legend? This is Crazy Love by Poco. I think that's one of their reunion albums. <laughs> well, this came out in 1969. I'm trying to remember. Phil Hartman came up in conversation at, at, at home the other day, and I can't remember. Sad story, man. Oh, uh, Summer and the kids are watching, uh, what was it, Jingle All the Way with mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger? And Phil Hartman was the neighbor mm-hmm. in that movie. And I kept, I kept looking. I'm like, is that Phil Hartman? And Summer's like, I don't know who that is. And then I regaled her with the story of uh, probably the most versatile SNL performer ever. Really? He had like 110 voices he could do. Good God. Yeah. Yeah. I to- and then I told her what his wife did, and her eyes kind of lit up a little bit, and it scared me. <laughs> can't believe we're laughing about this, but that is kind of funny. <laughs> it's messed up. Don't get it twisted. But uh, yeah. Have you met me? Yeah. Wait, this is crazy love. <laughs> Trying to do the Crosby, Steals, and Nash harmony thing. Jim Messina over there, Jonathan Massey. How old is he today? I think the guy from the bass player from the Eagles came from Poco, I think. 85. You say 85. What do you say, John Dawson? 84. 
could have kept going. He was de born December 5th, 1947, so he's only 76 today. Mm. Congratulations there, uh, John Dawson. You take a one and nothing lead. It goes to you. And, you know, I, I try to keep athletes out of this as much as possible because I think it's unfair because you're such a huge uh, sports fan. But this I is why. It'd be a shame if John was a huge mu music buff. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, well played there, young Jonathan Massey. Uh, but I had to include him, uh, one of my favorite athletes of all time. In my opinion, he's the best receiver to ever lace him up for the Washington football team. Art Monk. Look at my boy over here. He played for the team from 80 to 93. Uh, he also played for the Jets and Eagles for a year each after that, and he was inducted. Took him way too long to induct him into the Hall of Fame. I didn't think he was actually going to get in. There were people that were really worried about that finally in 2008. I mean, he was eligible in uh, 2000, and he didn't make it in the five years after that, so the Veterans Committee had to get him in. And that broke my heart because, dude, Art Monk is, was – you remember, I don't what have was the What was the kerfuffle about letting him in? Just his numbers weren't on par with some others, but, I mean, it just well, leading them to three Super Bowls. Huh? You said he played from 80 – To 93. <laughs> he played in all three of their Super Bowls. He played from 80 to 93? Yeah, from 1980 to 1993. I was then about he to say he didn't play that long, but, well, I guess uh, when you compare it to, like, Jerry Rice, who played yeah. for, what, 20 years? Yeah, but Jerry Rice is also the all-time greatest, and there's no debate about that, don't you think? What little I know about football, I would say Jerry Rice. And then he played in 94 for the Jets and 95 for the Eagles, which was just awful, 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 awful. But I love Art Monk, man. Loved Art Monk. Uh, but today is his birthday over there, uh, John Dawson. How old is he today? played for Washington from 1980 to 1993. That should help a little bit. Uh, 67. You say 67. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 66. Jonathan Massey is spot on. He was born December the 5th, 1957. Uh, so he's 66. You know what I just realized? I never used my uh, last so, month. It's a shame. It's that either. No, my, uh, <laughs> you know, you got to give him credit. He got awful close. I'm not going to use it this early in the month either. I'll give no, you. You didn't use mine. I didn't use the last. Okay. You okay. Here we go. You got to give John Dawson credit for him not to know how old he was. He got that close to it, Jonathan Massey. Well, you, you've just absolutely. Could I give him nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Let me set that up. So John Jonathan Massey sticks his hand out to shake hands with John Stands Dawson. Stands up. Stands up to do it. Takes and a then, step toward me. And then pulled his hand away there at the last minute. That was awesome. <laughs> well played, young Jonathan Massey. Hey, when I give it to you, I give it to you good. There you go. You are up now two to yeah. nothing, right? No, it's 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. Oh, you, you got Jim Messina? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so it's 1-1. One, I one. way overbid on uh, Jim Messina. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Here we go. Uh, Jonathan Massey goes back to you. He was Malcolm and Malcolm in the middle, along with Brian Cranston as his dad. Uh, Freddie Munez. There you go. He's now – dude, he is actually – uh, I was about. He's a race car driver. He is actually an acclaimed race car driver. He's won some races. They say he's naturally talented. Who would have known? But Frankie Munez. Munez. How you say it? Frankie Munez. I have no idea. It's close enough. Yeah. Today is his birthday. Uh, and I always thought Malcolm in the Middle was a good show. Yeah. It was actually a well-written, funny show. Have you ever seen the the conspiracy theory that it's like a prequel to? Uh Breaking Bad. I have seen that. It's on YouTube. I came across that months ago. That and it, <laughs> or it's a eerie. I think it's supposed to be a sequel. It's like him in witness protection. Or something. <laughs> yeah. 
That's pretty funny. Which is why the character's so like over the top goofy. Uh huh. Because it's nothing like Walter White. But it's eerie. Some of the, and it makes you think. Did they maybe put these little cookie? What do they call them? Not cookie. Little Easter eggs in there to, you know. Obviously, it's just comedic. It is, but still. Every uh, time I would see Malcolm in the middle, I would think about him being the dentist from Seinfeld. (laughs) Well, that, and I got to tell you, man, I kind of had a thing for the mom in that show, too, in Malcolm in the Middle. Brian Uh, Cranston's wife. a bit of a yell machine. I wish. Anyway, uh, Frankie Munez. uh, Jonathan Massey, how old is he today? He's got to be around my age, right? 36? What's your guess? 36. He says 36. What do you say, John Dawson? 35. Ah, he was born uh, December the 5th, 1985. He's 38. How about that? So he's 38 I today. Mean, I figured he was a little bit older than me, but I guess it checks out. Yeah. But, uh, Four years older than me. Yep. Two to one lead for you, Jonathan Massey, but it goes to you, John Dawson. And this is a musical hint that I'm willing to put every penny I have in my bank that... Uh, you are a fan of this uh, artist. So you're not. <laughs> yeah, that would be the way to do it, that's for sure. Uh, here we go. He was born Richard Wayne Pennyman. Little Richard. You have said this before because we've done his birthday before. And we've even brought up. He is very, he's essential to the, to, to the development of rock As music. far as the foundation, he would be one of the four corners, I'd wow. say. He was awesome. I saw a picture. Now, he passed away in 2020, okay? But I saw a picture of him from, like, uh, 2015. He was still performing, and he still looked young. He played. He performed on Letterman in 2011, 2012, and was still at, was excitement was coming off of the stage. It wasn't a bunch of people, you know, clapping politely for Grandpa. He was putting it down. He That's was doing awesome. it. I saw an interview with him where he was, and it wasn't like he was gloating about it. He was just very proud that he was able to help people. Mm-hmm. But when people that ended up becoming super famous musicians, he would he would help put them up in a place to stay when they were down bad. And oh, yeah. I'm trying to remember some of the people that he was talking about. But it kind of blew me away that. Oh, he had a whole he had a period where he was a drug addict, and then he was kind of like a preacher for a while. He, he went all over the place. Oh. Fan. Of course. Okay. Yeah. Uh, little Richard over there then, John Dawson. Like I said, he passed away in 2020. How old would he be if he were still alive today? I just love that picture. I love that picture of him right there. From I have that album on my shelf. Do you? Yeah. Look, dude. <laughs> that pretty much says it all. It does. It does say it all. Little Richard. How old would he be today, John uh, Dawson? Zeppelin borrowed the drum beat from a Little Richard song for their song Rock and Roll. Um, 93. You say 93. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? And you lead two to one. You could wrap up the day right here. 92. He was born December the 5th in the year of the Lord, 1932. He would be 91 today. Mm. So, uh, Jonathan Massey, you wrap up the day. Congratulations there. Uh, God, I just want to hear. 15 seconds left. Can we listen to the rest of this? <laughs> Whoa, I can't even hit that note. Can you? No. No need. He did it. Man, that is awesome. So, uh, happy birthday, little Richard. And then our last one, uh, Jonathan Massey, goes back to you. I, 
there are geniuses in this world. This man is definitely a genius. He died in 1966, though, but Walt Disney. Walt Disney. I mean, that man tapped into... I don't know why. How, what would you say? He tapped into the American psyche and and really, I mean, the man was say what you want well, to. His template is still generating billions a year. Yep, just so. a man and his mouse. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's a uh, it's amazing. Say what you want to, but I mean, billions of dollars uh, that uh, that he is generating. Uh, I mean, maybe a bit of a xenophobe, but yeah, know. yeah. Oh, God. Every <laughs> I said maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't done the research. But, so let's know. put it out over the air, though. Yeah. <laughs> that was Richard Clark. <laughs> that, was Jonathan, that was Jonathan Massey. Richard was on the show here earlier today on Tuesday, December 5th, so that must be where <laughs> Richard might it. agree. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But oh, Richard thinks his cornflakes are after him. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> That's funny. Walt Disney. I heard snap, crackle, and get him. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. Walt Disney over there. Uh, have y'all ever read any of the stuff about uh, how is, – is it Disney World or Disneyland in Florida? Disney World is in Florida. Disneyland is in California. Okay, I always get them mixed up. And I've actually been to the one in Florida four or five times now. I just can't remember. But uh, how that all came about uh, with him buying up all that land around Orlando and – uh, he had started. Uh, he had started trying to do it somewhere else, but then, like the media caught on to it, so he ended up starting all these little shell companies, mm-hmm. and uh, they were owned by uh, different people, and that's how he bought all the land to uh, start Disney World. And uh, I did not know that. Yeah, and it just. Uh, I, well, I know where I saw that. It was at Disney World. Uh, they were talking about you know you go through this little historical thing and had all the newspaper articles from that time and everything and. Uh, it's just amazing. He's just an amazing man. Uh, again, not exactly sure I agree with all his politics, but I tell you what, the man was a genius, and there's no other way to. I have no clue what his politics were. Now, good. Don't look him up then, because he, like he said, uh, he, was gotta, a, gotta, he was a little anti-Semitic. We've got to trash everybody that's dead now. Yeah, I know. Might as well. They can't defend themselves. There you go. We're going to do it to you when you die, John. You know, He's going to outlive both of us. He is going to outlive both of us, that's for <laughs> sure. Will you speak well of uh, Jonathan and I when you outlive us? I don't you care what you say. Is that what you said, too? I said, I don't care. Oh, oh I said, yeah, you have to wait either. and see. Me either. Okay, Walt Disney died in 1966, Jonathan Massey. How old would he be if he were alive today? He said 1966. Yep, he died 60, or 57 years ago. 57 years ago. And it worst his politics line it with Kanye's. <laughs> Kanye's just a weird old man. No, he's a genius. He is a genius. But I believe his genius is a, a racist. He's a racist. I he know is. That. A, uh, he's a genius racist. You know. He's on your phone. <laughs> he is on my phone. Maybe that's part of being. A, <laughs> maybe that's part of being a genius. Dude, we got to get away from this. Well, Dude, this Walt Disney. Edit. How old? Yeah, exactly. How old today is Walt Disney? There, John, or would he be? Jonathan Massey. One twenty-six. You say one twenty-six. What do you say, Jonathan Parrot Dawson? One twenty-five. He was born December the fifth in the year of the Lord nineteen oh one. He would be one twenty-two today. It doesn't matter. You won, well, yeah. Jonathan Massey. Uh, I mean, you get that one, John Dawson, but it doesn't matter because Jonathan Massey had already clinched today. So uh, you lead now two days to one here in December, Jonathan Massey. Well, you know, first two days of the fifth year of the show. 
starting a lot like the first year of the show. Yeah, there you go. Oh, he's talking junk to you there, John Dawson. Thank God he's a country boy. Thank God. When's John Denver's birthday? There you go. At the end of this month. At the end of this month. We will be uh, we'll be uh, bringing him up again. Hey, uh, no local birthdays today, so nobody important locally was born today. So if it's uh, your birthday, tough cookies. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so have a great, great day. We will see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by GoEco Office Automation. And again, I want to thank our good friend Richard Clark for joining us here in the first hour. Shiver person from the Down East Wood Ducks in the second hour. Don't forget, Thursday night, Friday night, 6 to 8 p.m. out at Historic Granger Stadium. Christmas activities. We'll talk more about that as the week goes on. Tomorrow, we will have uh, Mike Martin on in our first hour. Have a great Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.